This is Pastor Andrea Ellis, and I just want to personally welcome you to the Destiny Faith Church podcast. I'm so happy you're with us today. I trust the word of God will inspire you. So please open your heart and enjoy the word. I'm a believer, not a doubter. I'm a doer, not just a hearer. And my life is the better after having heard the word of faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing by the word of God. Let's pray. Holy Father, in the matchless, most holy name of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, this is the day that you've made. We're rejoicing and glad in it, glad and thankful that you have brought us all the way through 2023, and we have arrived here. So, Father, flood the eyes of our understanding with light and cause us to know the hope of our calling in you so that we'll never miss it to the right nor the left, but always follow your perfect will. Father, speak a word in season that will change our lives forevermore. Equip us, Father God, with everything that we have need of to step into a new chapter of our lives. And Father, we're careful to give you and you alone glory, honor, praise, worship, and adoration because you and you alone deserve it all. In the matchless, most holy name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and by his blood. Holy Spirit, anoint me afresh. I decrease that you will increase none of me and all of you. And I give you glory for it in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. One of the things that this ministry has been founded upon is the principle of faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. We actually use that as our anthem here at Destiny Faith Church, and we recite it because we never want to re- never want to forget that no sense realm evidence is required at all. We just believe God. And may I take it a step further? Even when logic says it's ridiculous. Even when people say, that just doesn't make any kind of sense at all. I just believe God. Let's continue to just believe God. My discussion for today is simply make room for more in 2024. Make room for more in 2024. Now, when you make room for something, what do you do? You got to get rid of stuff that doesn't serve you well. Things that no longer serve you well, relationships, situations, stuff that I just need to uproot out of my life. I've got to, I don't have to be mad. I don't have to be attitudinal about it, but I'm just making room for more in 2024. As we're making room in 2024, God gave me some things, and and normally I have a proclamation. I don't really have a proclamation. I'm chewing on some things, but listen to me. I feel like we've done the same thing the same way over and over and over again, not getting the results that we needed. So let's stop looking at a prescription. Oh, this is my year. This is my year. This is my year. No, this is your life. This is your life. This is your life. 
So we've got to make some adjustments. We've got to do some restructuring. We've got to do some revamping because this is our life. We're not cats. We don't have nine more of them. This one right here is our life, and we've got to make the most of it. So these are some of the things that God directed me to share with you as we approach just another chapter of our lives. The 2023 came to an end. That means chapter 2023 is closed. But now we're turning the page on the next chapter of our lives. So one of the things God told me is that we have to be we have to be decisive in our decisions. I know that sounds oxymoronically, it almost sounds like this rhyme, and I'm not trying to make a you've got to you've got to be intentional on every decision that you make. Understanding that life is choice driven. We live or die by the choices we make. So be decisive in your decision making. Listen to this without hesitation. Let's not hesitate to do the will of God. Let's not hesitate. Let's not drag our feet without hesitation, without apology. Let's go forth and let's forge forward in Jesus name. He also told me without controversy. I don't have to be controversial with you. I just have to do what God told me to do. Be resolute. Be resilient. Be determined. Psalm number 115 stanzas 12 through 15 in the King James Version read this way. The Lord has been mindful of us. Mindful means he remembers. God hasn't forgotten about you. Here's the thing. Every single solitary thing that you came through, God was with you in it. God has not forgotten about you. May I pause for a moment? I need you to get a revelation that God is with you and God has brought you through 100% of the worst days of your life. And you made it here. And we owe God, oh good God Almighty, we owe him some ridiculous, oh hallelujah, some ridiculous praise and worship. Y'all know what I mean by ridiculous? That kind of praise that people look at you and say, that just don't make no kind of sense. It doesn't have to make sense as long as it makes faith. Come on, we owe him some ridiculous worship. The Lord has been mindful of us. He will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. This is talking about generational. The children of Israel, they knew their promises. They knew their king. They knew, they memorized, they knew what they had a right to. He will bless the house of Aaron. This is talking about the Levitical priests, the people that served in ministry, the ones that were diligent, the ones that were submissive to the will and the way of the Lord. And he will bless those who fear, who have awe for the Lord, both small and great. May the Lord give you, listen to this, increase more and more. Somebody say more and more. more. Now you got to say it like you mean that. More and more. more and One more time. More and more. more, and more. You and your children. These blessings are generational. And I speak it over you guys down to a thousand generations. Oh, good God Almighty. 
May you be blessed by the Lord who made heaven and earth. Make room for more in 2024. More has reference to increase in the amount, increase in the quality or the degree, greater, further, in addition to again and again and again and again at a higher level, extra. Sometimes I feel extra. Extra is always good. Extra and continual or perpetual increase. Now, here's the revelation. Increase has more than just money. It has reference to more than money. Increase in your health, increase in your mind, increase in your family, continual, perpetual down to a thousand generations. Now, give, let me give you my definition for less. Less has reference to a decrease in the amount, a decrease in the quality, a decrease in the degree. Listen, considerably lower, few, limited, secondary, not as important or inferior. We're stepping into 2024, and we've been crying out. I know I've been crying out for more and more, but we need a revelation that we can't keep showing up requiring more and more while we're giving less and less. I'll say that again. We can't show up giving less and less, but expecting with a straight face more and more. John chapter 3, verse 30 in the Amplified Classic Edition says, He, speaking about the Lord, He must increase, but I must decrease. He must grow more prominent, and I must grow less so. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33 in the Legacy. Standard Bible, it says, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. This speaks to our priorities. It says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Then you don't have to worry about the other part. He got that taken care of. But while we're trying to take care of this part, we're negating the kingdom. And it's righteous. We're hollering and we're crying out for more and more. And when we think of more and more, we're thinking about more and more money, more and more fun, more and more stuff, more and more, more and more souls. More and more souls. Listen to me. More and more souls added to the kingdom of God. Come on, stop and take a station break right there more and more in 2024 meaning you may be the only bible that someone ever reads they're looking at your testimony they're looking at how you treat them and how you treat others people don't care about how many bible scriptures you know that doesn't impress them but they do care about how you treat them how you regard them, 
Come on. We've got to begin to think beyond ourselves and think about the priority, which is the kingdom of God and his righteousness and winning souls to Christ. Oh, God, I thank you for taking us into Lansing, Grand Blanc, Pontiac, Sterling Heights, Mount Clemens, Port Huron, and Sarnia, Canada, because we're taking the city for Christ Jesus. Oh, good God Almighty. It's one thing to know that your salvation is secure, but how can you with a good conscience go to sleep at night and you haven't told anybody about Jesus? We've got to be decisive in our decision-making without hesitation, without controversy. We've got to be resolute. We've got to be resilient. You've got to keep getting up. You've got to be determined. Listen to me. You've got to be strong, and you've got to be courageous. Because Carolyn and I, we got the same testimony. We're living proof. My life is living proof of the goodness of God. If I don't show up to worship God just because of the way that I'm hardwired by God, then I will find something else to bow down to. So people don't bow down to other things as an IDOL, as an idol, because they necessarily want to or made a decision or chose to. It was the decision that they didn't show up with their praise and their worship. They didn't go after stalls. They didn't go after building the kingdom of God. So then they begin to bow down to other things. They begin to succumb to Things that maybe have been in your generation and your gene pool all down the line. But because you didn't worship, you don't have the tools necessary to fight. Because this is how I fight my battle. And praise and worship and adoration to our king. We have an innate, a a built-in thing to worship. That's why people are, they call them fans. Fan is just a short certain term for fanatic they're fanatical about a baseball team a basketball team they're fanatical about a an artist a movie star a singer they're fanatical about other things fanatical about money and did you know that you don't even have to have a whole bunch of money to be a fanatic over money there are people that don't even have two nickels to rub together and they're fanatics over money and because they're fanatics over money they've misplaced their worship because the word says the love of money is the root of all evil didn't say money was but when you love it and you place the priority above god that is where we get messed up our worship doesn't only affect who i am listen my worship affects who i become my worship doesn't just affect who I am my worship affects who I become I'm becoming the person that I need to become in order to not only attain the blessings of God but attain obtain retain maintain and sustain by means of my faith Our spirits are engineered by God to believe what our heads couldn't possibly understand. 
There's a song, I think it was in the 70s, talking about the stairway to heaven. I ain't never seen that one. I ain't never been up there. But I believe heaven is real. And I know that I have to have a reservation. I have to make my reservation now while I'm alive. So when my spirit leaves my body, I get to fulfill that reservation. Am I making faith to anybody? So we believe what our brains can't even conceive. Because we're engineered by God to walk by faith and not by sight. We trust in the Lord with all our hearts and we lean not to our own understanding. So the things that I can't wrap my brain around, I can trust, I can lean, I can put all my weight on God and I can trust God. My head doesn't always get it. But when my heart is right towards God, I catch it in my heart. And I express what's really in my heart by means of praise and worship. Therefore, we should never allow our heads to overrule our hearts. Here's where I'm trying to go. Second Timothy chapter two, verse Second Timothy chapter one, verse seven, familiar passage of scripture. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, intimidation cowardice, timidity, but he did give us power, love, and a sound mind. When I trust in the Lord with all my heart and I lean not to my own understanding, I don't have to try to grab hold of my mind. I, I lend my mind to God and God touches my mind and gives me a sound mind or a strong mind. Life is designed to throw curveballs at you and cause things to happen in your life that your, your mind doesn't understand. Things that your mind don't get and things that your mind does not want to receive. But that is when I put my hope and my trust in God. I'm going someplace. Stay, stay with me right here. Isaiah chapter 54 verse 17 in the New King James Version. It says, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. (laughs) Didn't say they wouldn't be formed. It just said they won't work. No weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue which rises against you in judgment you shall condemn. This is the heritage. This is your inheritance from the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. Now, we've come through 2023, and we're about to turn the page on the chapter of 2023 and open a new chapter called 2024. It's all my life. So I can, this year bleeds over to the next year. It's all the same book. It's all the same life. So if things didn't uh, run accomplished in this year, in this chapter, I still got some more chapters for them to be accomplished in. So because we've come through 2023 and some of us have had many tests and many trials and many heartaches and many bumps and many bruises and many disappointments. But I came to announce to you that the disappointment was a strategic setup from the devil so that you would no longer trust God. 
I came to remind you to trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. Just because we've been hurt don't mean that we can't love again. God didn't give you a spirit of fear, but a power. Power to overcome that pain. Power to overcome that mistake. Power to overcome. Power, love, and a sound, a strong mind. Listen, take your right hand and put it on your head. Do it quick, quick, quick. Say, I got a strong mind. In Jesus' name. No weapon formed against you can prosper. They were formed, but they won't work. The Lord began to deal with me about scars. And many of us have scars. We have scars on our flesh, and some of us have scars in our minds from things that we've endured, things that we've gone through, and even maybe scars in our spirit from deep, crushing hurt. But the deal with a scar is, is that it shows where a trauma has taken place, a hurt or a wound has taken place, but the scar, listen to me, is proof that you made it. Yeah. Yes, That's good. That's good. Your scar is proof yeah. that you made it. Come on, come on, come on, come on. The devil lied, the devil lied, the devil lied. Said you weren't going to make it. Said you weren't going to do this. Said you weren't going to do this. My scar is proof. I made it. If I made it all the way to December 31st, 2023, I can turn the page successfully and keep forging forward in 2024, reaching back and bringing the things that I didn't get to experience like I wanted to. But I'm going to keep looking forward and I'm going to bring those things into my 2024 because just because the year ended, my prosperity didn't end. It's not just a new year. This is a continuation of my life. Closing scripture right here. Luke chapter 9. This is going to be good. In the Amplified Classic Edition, Jesus said to the man, No one who puts his hand to the plow looks back to the things behind is fit for the kingdom of God. The Living Bible says, Jesus told him, anyone who lets himself be distracted from the work I plan, remember we got to make him the priority, the work I plan for him is not fit for the kingdom of God. The Passion Translation says, Jesus responded, listen to this, why do you keep looking back to your past and have second thoughts about following me? If you turn back, you are not fit for God's kingdom. A person that has their hand to the plow is moving forward with the plow. As I'm moving forward with the plow, I got to be decisive in my decision making. I I can't hesitate. I've got to force forward. I got to be strong. I got to be courageous. I've got to keep my hand to the plow. It's not always easy. My brow is sweating. I'm getting tired, but I got to keep my hand to the plow. But the one that looks back, he's not fit for the more. 
and more. Let me explain to you why. If my hand is on the plow, I need to have my focus forward. Not back there. Because if I'm looking back there, what's happening with the plow? It's all over the place. The plow is all over the place. The plow is crooked. Listen to me, that is indicative of your life. If we keep looking back, we keep taking the scab off of the scar, we keep revisiting the same thing that God already healed, the scar proves that you made it. You made it through. And no weapon formed against you can prosper. I've got to keep my focus. The more and more, it's not just more stuff, just stuff upon stuff upon stuff. The more and more is bringing more to the table, more worship, more prayer, more witnessing, more study. More intimate fellowship with God is not just more and more stuff. We just want stuff without the relationship. Worship is about the relationship, the mesmerizing, captivating presence. We're created in his image, in his likeness to have fellowship with him. I said that was the last one, but this is the last one for real. Deuteronomy 31, 6 and 8 in the NIV translation. Be strong. Be be courageous. Do not be afraid. Bumps and hiccups in the road, obstacles, if we're real, they made us afraid a little bit. Afraid to trust people. Afraid to give because I might not get, I'm, I don't know when my next money is. I don't, don't want to give it all because I don't know. God didn't give you that spirit. That's a spirit of fear, cowardice, and timidity. Listen to me. The offshoots of that fear spirit is depression, anxiety, worry, panic, palpitations. God did not give you that but he gave you power to make it through listen that's why you don't look like what you've been through listen 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 if you didn't tell them they don't even know that you came through it you came through listen to me you came through it you came through it listen to me you came through it And the scar just proves that you made it. So this this is the year that we're going to make room. We're going to make room for our family. Stop bickering with your family. It's brothers and sisters and your family members and cousins, and you don't even want to go to the the Thanksgiving dinner. Go, oh, man, so-and-so going to be, we squashing all of that because we're going to keep our hand to the plow, and we're going to forge forward because if we keep looking back, then our lives will be crooked. We've got to forge forward. Again, no weapon formed against you can prosper. Didn't say they wouldn't be formed. 
we're equipped to go through, not exempt from going through it. That's why the songwriter said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. He never said, I'm pitching a tent, staying there and living there. Is I'm going through. I'm going through. I'm coming in one way. I'm coming out on the other side. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. The shadow of death. Did you know a shadow always looked bigger than the real object? And a shadow was just a shadow. And a shadow can't hurt nobody. Yea, though I walk through. I'm walking through. Some things you can't sprint through. You just put one foot in front of the other. Some hardships that we go through, God gives us the power. He empowered us to make it through. We didn't even know how we were going to make it through it, but we're here. And we got the scar to prove that we made it. I'll never forget when Pastor Tim suddenly went home to be with the Lord. I had four teenagers and a dog. As a matter of fact, two dogs. Four teenagers and two dogs. I didn't know how I was going to make it, I have a scar, a scar in my heart that the love of my life went to heaven before me, left me with these four kids and a whole church full of people. But the scar just is my proof. It's the evidence. I'm living proof that I made it. Be strong. Be courageous. Keep your hand to the plow and stop looking back. Maybe you've been like me. Have you ever looked back to something and you start thinking about it so much? You can go all the way back and feel the same way you felt when it happened. Don't start talking about it because you'll get mad all over again. That's why he said when you keep looking back while your hand is on the plow, you're not fit. In other words, you're not ready for more and more. I want to trust you with more and more. God is a good steward. If you have not made room for the more and more, he can give it to you. It's already sent out for you. It's already in a storehouse with your name on it. It's got a sticky note with your name on it. But you're not ready because you've not made room. Somebody in here needs to make room by forgiving. Forgive them. I didn't say you had to go kiss them in the mouth. I never said that. You ain't got to hold hands and walk in the mall with them. Forgive them because you need to make room for more and more. In 2024, be strong, be courageous, be resilient, and then let's not, let's not um, misdirect our praise and our worship. Let's set the object of our affection in front of us and give him more praise and more worship and more time. Cut your Instagram time in half and give him the other half. Come on. Cut your phone time in half. Cut your movie time in half and give him the other part of it. He is desperate for you. We need to be desperate for him. And ways to exemplify this kind of worship is by speaking. 
speak of his goodness, tell somebody of his goodness. Then there is shouting. There is a place for shouting. Shout from the mountaintops. He's great and he's greatly to be praised. There's a place for singing, spontaneously sing, praise and worship. There's a place for stooping, bow down and worship him. Then there's a place for standing, Stand in attention. His majesty has entered the room. There's a place for synchronized sways and steps and spins. We call it dancing. There's a place of dancing. And then there's a place for regard and respect. We do this with decisive decisions, without hesitation, without controversy. We're being resolute, resilient, determined. We're strong. We're courageous. We are living proof. So stand up on your feet and let's begin to testify with our feet as well as testify with our Miles. Oh, we got two minutes. So that's two minutes to testify to the person next to you. Tell them one thing that God did for you in 2023. And one thing you're expecting for God to do for you in 24. You got a little bit of time. You can't be long with it with it now. Just going to cut to the chase and tell them, testify of his goodness and then praise in advance for what he is going to do. We've got a minute 32. Where's my music? A minute 32 before we close the chapter of 2023. And we get ready to testify with our feet for 2024. When I think of his goodness and what he's done for me, when I think of his goodness and how he set me free, I could dance, 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 dance all night. Come on and testify. Sometimes when your mouth don't testify, your feet will. How he brought you out of darkness into this marvelous light. Listen, they told me I had two holes in the upper chamber of my heart. And that they would have to take me an immediate surgery to have open heart surgery. I went and I did the testing. The doctor came in and said miraculously, no holes in your heart. God healed my body. He touched my mind. He touched my finances. He touched my family. He touched my church. And he's touching you too. Let's count it down. And then I want you to testify with your feet. Nine, eight, seven, six, five. Four, three, two, one. Happy New Year. Come on and testify. Come on and testify with your feet. That's right. It didn't look like you were going to make it this far. Now, I see you here. Come on and testify with your feet. Can I get about five or six people that don't mind testifying with their feet if you have to take your shoes off? Take it. Hey. Woo. 
so you can't tell it all. About four popcorn testimonies. You can come down to the front, two on this side and two on this side. And we're going to shout the victory. back in my life. She was out of my family life for six months, and she's back. And Jesus back. I don't know if you heard what she said. She said her grandchild was removed from her life for six months. We prayed. We believed God and her granddaughter was back during the holiday. That's the reason. Look at my grandchildren. I can't imagine. That's enough to praise God for. Who's next? Come on. I was just sharing with Brittany that simply surviving 2023 was enough for me to give God praise. It just overwhelmed me because the devil had lied to me and told me since my dad passed away, I didn't have any more purpose and I should go with him. So I spent time trying to when I would go to sleep, I would say, I just don't want to wake up anymore. And I know that's not even me. So I know that the hand of God has literally carried me, has carried me through every single day of this year. And I owe him my life, honestly and truly. I looked at my um, GiveLify statement today. I I hadn't worked in four months, y'all. I had no income for four months. Yet my giving statement is more than it was last year. I got a supernatural job that I love. I'm going to keep testifying the goodness of God. The enemy cannot get me up out of here. I won't shut my mouth up about it. So if all you have leaving out of this year is that you survive, it's enough to get out in the aisle. It's enough to run around the church. It's enough to stand up on your feet because he's worthy and he's preparing you for more and more in 2024. Jesus
praise God. I wasn't going to come up, but I just have to tell this. Um, you know, growing up as a young child, I was putting, you know, learning disability classes. Um, my grades wasn't that good. They almost sent me to the bad person's bad boy school. And I was told all my life, you know, I wouldn't be too much. I end up in jail. I wouldn't make it. At the age of 45 years old, I've graduated from the City College of Chicago. And I earned my degree in business administration with all honors. So I just want to say that. Thank you. God first. I'm just going to be short and sweet. I came with my brother today because yesterday was my birthday. And I told him what better place to be to bring in the new year with the Lord. But I also want to say I'm blessed to be standing here because I had a soul. And I almost was not here. But I'm so glad that I'm here. My grandbaby told me today before I came here, she said, you know what, Grandma? I'm so glad that you made it to the end of the year because we're just happy to have you here. I said, God got a plan. So, yeah, God's got a plan. I want to thank all you guys. Keep the Leach family in prayer. She don't look like what she been through. Is there one more? Okay, so I have actually three testimonies in one. So I was diagnosed with cancer in 2019, but I am, God has healed me from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. And then my brother, he was ill, and I was telling Pastor about it, and my sister-in-law, she had called, and so she was like, I needed to go over to her house, and I'm thinking that something was wrong with my brother. I get over there. This man is riding around on his lawnmower. <laughs> yes. And then my younger sister, she was in a coma, okay? And she came to church back in October. She's doing so much better. God has truly been amazing in my entire family. Generation to generation to generation. And I just thank God every day for watching over me, my family, my children. It's just going from me to my kids to the grandkids to the great grandkids. I praise God. Living proof. Living proof. Now come on. I'm a I trust that word blessed your life. Thank you so much for tuning in to our podcast. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. And I want you to know that at Destiny Faith Church, we're more than a church. We're a family. <laughs>